Welcome back, guys. My name is Dimitri Sebastian. And I'm Wes Kendall. And we are back in session where your fitness and lifestyle questions are answered and bro science is put to the test. Awesome. Well, welcome back, guys. Uh, today we've got a episode where we're just going to go over some updates uh, with what we're doing. Dimitri's going to go over his juice cleanse, uh, give us all the juicy deets on that. Juicy. Oh, yeah. Haha, <laughs> pun intended. And then uh, after that, we're going to go through uh, some top fives where we're going to answer you know, our top fives in some certain fitness categories. And then we'll finish off with some listener questions. So make sure you guys stick around, uh, hear those questions that you submitted. So that's the episode for you. Okay. So... To start with the juice cleanse update, I have been posting some videos, which has been fun for me because I've been talking about I want to get into video stuff more, which was great because I also realized how hard it was to actually produce something good because I think they're all awful. But with that said, I think I learned a lot about how to make them not awful. Um, that being said, like my lighting situation's awful. I now know exactly how to make myself look really fat on camera. <laughs> um, and I also have realized that my how I talk on the podcast i'm very comfortable when i'm animated i'm with it and then when i'm on camera i kind of like clam up like our first episodes in the podcast mm-hmm. and i was like man i am really boring right now like why am i like this is not how i am I'm like uh, it, but when i projected and i was editing i was like fuck dude you're not a good mood by the end i'm willing to forgive myself because i was fucking dying but ultimately i think it was a lot of good stuff and i thought that was super fun i'm going to continue doing it um but so to fill you guys in, if you haven't really been watching those, the juice cleanse was by Juice in the Raw. It was a five-day juice cleanse, pre-bottled and everything. Cost me about $120, uh, which actually, all things considered, wasn't that bad in the realm of price. But I would say that it was still pretty expensive uh, just for doing for the shigs. But here at the end of the day, it was for the content and for kind of a challenge. Um, Wes, what was your original uh, thoughts on what was going to happen? Well... I mean, it's not fair because I dealt with people who have done juice cleanses. That's, that's so I knew not exactly fair. That's, what that's was going to happen. That's previous knowledge. <laughs> Let's uh, like you, you, your assessment was what that I was going to like lose a bunch of lightweight that was going to come back. I think you said like fifteen pounds. No, well, didn't I say you're going to lose like you said fifteen? You, know, you said fifteen. Did I say you did say fifteen? I thought I said eight to ten. Mm. On the tree five said you said fifteen. I think. Okay. Well, I don't remember. I'll, I'll go with that Convenient. because I, I don't remember. Convenient. <laughs> I'll default to uh, whatever you proposed. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. basically I thought you were going to lose some superficial weight. And I thought that it was mostly going to be water and carbohydrate depletion. Um, I would assume about like a third to maybe 40% of that was probably fat that you lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there, you didn't lose any fat. I definitely think mm-hmm. you did. But I think it's deceptive, especially at the beginning of a diet when you start to ride that deficit, your body initially loses a significant amount of weight from water and carbohydrate loss just because you're depleting yourself. Yeah. And you actually are correct, at least half correct, as far as the the weight was a little bit wrong, but you were right in the composition of what I lost. Mm -hmm. So to kind of walk you guys through it, the first couple of days were super easy. I didn't feel that much different, but as it was trending, I was losing about two pounds per day uh, on the five days. So 
that was nice. I didn't have a lot of issues with hunger. I wasn't feeling too bad. But then when we got to like three, four, and five, that was when I started getting really foggy, frustrated. Um, for those of you that know me, I play like a fair amount of like video games in my free time, especially during the quarantine. I'm basically have nothing else going on. And I was doing absolute trash and I would just get frustrated and get a headache and not want to play anymore. I'd be going to bed like two, three hours earlier than I typically would just because I was hungry and not happy. <laughs> so it, it was one of those situations where it was like, it's not sustainable as a concept because like you can't really live like that. Right. I guess you could, but good luck. Um, it, but I was trending really well on the weight loss and it was feeling like a very healthy weight loss. So physically I was fine. Right. Mentally I was a wreck. Um, I want to put away some things that I think are really untruth, untruthful, not true of uh, juice cleanses because people talk about like, oh yeah, like it really cleared up my skin. Oh my God, my hair is healthier. Uh, this, that, and the other. First of all, I actually broke out while I was on the juice cleanse, which mm. I think was mostly from stress. Yeah. Um, the... As and far drinking as, free juice all day, maybe. Right, and just fucking <laughs> sugar. Uh, I broke out by, like, day four. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know was anything different about my hair or nails or anything, but also it was only five days. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they talk about, like, gut health, fuck that. They're liars. Like, I, uh, to you know, if fast forward, like, two minutes, if you don't want to hear this, but, like, I was, you know, my shitting was awful. <laughs> I was, I was basically pissing out my ass um it was like actually like a relatively uncomfortable like i was completely like raw in that sense um i will be completely honest on one of the videos talked about how i almost shit myself i did shart myself once <laughs> i you can't trust a fart on a juice cleanse it was not a good time Man. um i have a pair of lulus that had to go to the wash i was not happy about it we did it for you. We did it for right? the content. It was funny. I mean, I, it was funny when it happened, too, because I was sitting there on the couch, like, playing, like, a game on my phone, like, watching a show, and I was just, like, I just it happened, and no one was there, but I was one of those moments of, like, I have to go. I just, like, stood up and walked to the bathroom. <laughs> like, Couldn't just, have been better timing. Yeah, like, wasn't upset, wasn't anything. It's just, like, I, I'll yeah. be back. <laughs> Let me pause this for a minute. <laughs> the, uh, and it was just, it was so... It was, it was really not great, and it was not fun to have that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say by the end, I lost 8.5 pounds, and uh, I have, I have the last two days have been not necessarily like disgustingly unhealthy, but I've definitely been at a pretty high calorie level. Um, like I, I woke up the morning of the last recording, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, so what am I going to eat? And it's kind of, I didn't have anything in the house because I didn't want any food in the house. Tempting while I was there. So I sent my girlfriend out. I was like, just give me some McDonald's because I know what that does to my body. Yeah. So I had like uh, a McDouble, a spicy McChicken, and some nuggets. And it went down. Didn't sit heavy at all. Like it just immediately like injected into my body. Like felt like, immediately a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, some actual solid it, food. Exactly. It was, like, <laughs> it, was, it was like day and I was like, I was seriously, like, I was like smiling. <laughs> like I was just so happy. You got your happy meal. <laughs> and uh, then later that night we, we met up to uh, hang out for a little bit and we got some Shake Shack and I had uh, the weird double burger with like a mushroom patty and a chicken sandwich and like some cheese fries. Bro, and you did better than I did. I was more of a pig than you were. Yeah, you were actually. <laughs> what was it? Two doubles and two orders of fries? Two fries, two doubles. Yeah. Yeah, you're a piece oh, of shit. It, I, it was heavy. <laughs> I was like, wow, I really, you know, just like when we go lift and I throw on more weight, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Like full send. Full send. Live, <laughs> live life to the, to the extreme. I like biting off more than I could chew both in the gym and with the food. <laughs> right. Well, I weighed myself this morning and I have only gained back one pound. Okay. So I think that is the water and carbs. Probably like, like refilling your, your muscles with carbs. Yeah. So I don't think that it was all water loss or all anything. It's like, I actually do think that my body burned off a lot of that. Like I think it was, 
interesting because I wanted to leave this juice cleanse saying like, God, this is so stupid. This mm-hmm. is like idiotic. No one should ever do this. And unfortunately, I left with like a better perspective on it. And my thoughts on it are like, if you go into a juice cleanse with the attempt to get cleansed, no, you're not, you have a liver for that. Drink mm-hmm. more water. Right. Uh, drink less alcohol, eat less garbage, and you will, your body will naturally cleanse itself. Yeah, it'll do its job. However, with the juice cleanse, it was weird because I didn't go into it with any concept of being cleansed, but it was weird because I gained like this really interesting relationship with like being hungry, this really interesting relationship with like discipline of food. It kind of made me realize. It was like an internal journey. It was. It was weird because I just, I started realizing like being hungry just isn't that bad. Yeah. Because I, especially with this quarantine thing, my diet has been not bad, but I haven't been tracking Mm -hmm. and I've been like allowing myself to like cheat in a lot of ways. It's like, I'm like addicted to certain foods and it was like, I would always be like, I'll sneak a treat. Or, like, I'll sneak wings or this, that, and you. Like, it's no big deal. Like, I haven't eaten that much today. But now I'm realizing it's just like, no, I don't really need any of that. Like, I went five days mm-hmm. on a 1,000 cal- calories a day drinking a bunch of juices I hated. Right. And you didn't die. And I didn't die. Like, it was fine. And it's interesting because even now, uh, I woke up this morning and, like, I just wasn't hungry at mm-hmm. all. Um, I ended up getting, uh, I just called something in. I got, like, some uh, barbecue, just went heavy on the protein. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just like, I didn't need to eat it. It was just like, I was cool. I mean, that's obviously like, I need to start eating again. <laughs> but it was weird because I was yeah. like, I only did it because I knew I had to. So right. it was like, it was kind of an interesting recalibration. So I walk away from this saying, juice cleanses are still kind of stupid. But if you go in there with like this he- this space of like, I just want to reset my brain on my relationship with food. I think juice cleanses are actually. That's a good productive way to do it. Potentially like very productive. Hell Yeah which is very odd. It's That's I don't, a good perspective. I don't think of it as a weight loss thing either. Like the the thing is like that was not a healthy cut. Like I guarantee I lost a little bit of muscle with it. I it's it, you can look at it a number of ways, but at the end of the day it was I think it's just like if you want to it's a headspace thing. It's mm-hmm. a mentality and it's not so much about losing weight, it's not so much about being a cleanse. So if you go into it saying like I want to start a diet, but I'm going to start it with a cleanse, I actually would back that. I wouldn't argue with someone at all. Um, if they're new at it, I think that's a good way to shake it up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, get that perspective, learn about like, you know, what it's like to be hungry and restrict food. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, that that's all valuable stuff. I don't know. I think that if you're, uh, you know, experienced dieter, you don't need to necessarily start your diet like that, but well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. sitting here saying like, before you start any diet, you should do a juice cleanse, Yeah, but it's weird because I'm like, if you haven't tried it, you owe it to yourself to like, ex- you know, Ah, that's a stretch. Maybe not like, you know, you have to do juice cleanse, but I feel like some people should at least experiment with like fasting to some degree. Yeah, that's yeah. the fasting even. Yeah. Like if it, I would say that if it's something in your mind that you think might be beneficial, I will never stop you as long mm-hmm. as your intentions are correct. And if you know someone's having a juice cleanse, like and you want to tell them it's stupid, like ask them where their head's at first. Mm-hmm. And if it's, like, a challenge or they just want to, like, change their relationship with food, support them. If it's a cleanse slash weight loss thing, then you can start being a little bit more critical. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. And I would also say that I'm glad I did the five-day instead of the three-day because the three-day was fucking easy. Like, mm-hmm. at three days, like, I wasn't struggling much at all. It was four, for the fourth and fifth day is when I'm shitting myself and, like, oh, having no. a bad time. That right. was, like, that was like when you really start to figure out. That's, like, the actual out. juice cleanse 
one through three was just like getting in there. Yeah, it's like three days with like barely any food, like shit, you know, being in the military and stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had like those situations where it's like they just kind of forget to bring you food or something. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't well, know. It happens to officers more than enlisted. <laughs> funny, funny. <laughs> it actually does. Like, it's just like, I'm, I will be the last one to eat. I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> but uh, no, that's true. It's every once in a while you just it, you learn how to be hungry. Like, especially if you're somebody who's struggling with like weight, mm-hmm. like you probably have like a really weird relationship with what hunger actually is right because your body is just saying like it's like having a cigarette like fuck i need to go out and get a smoke mm-hmm. you don't fucking need to yeah. smoke you just really you really think, want to right and if you think of hunger the same way as that uh, to a degree um you know we don't want to create any eating disorders here um <laughs> but the uh i think that you might learn something about yourself but yeah I think any person who takes a diet seriously where they're, you know, in a deficit for long periods of time will go through similar things to what you went through where it's like, man, I have to change the way I feel about hunger and Mm -hmm. meals where it's like, this isn't, you know, oh, I need to comfort myself. It's, or I need to entertain myself. It's more like, you know, this is what, where I'm at with my life right now i think food like being entertainment be is a big issue right now yeah. i will say that my week ran together yeah. hard it's like when you don't break your day up with like foods yeah or like different tastes it just it all kind of like runs together. like we don't i don't think people realize like how much food becomes like a part of like your day how it's and, like yeah you're it's you know just the same as video games you know almost mm-hmm. it's like or not even that that's like a poor example i would say like it's the same as we we treat it as you know a a necessity when it's more of like a amenity yeah exactly you know it's it's a thing that we have and like you can survive off the chicken broccoli and rice Mm -hmm. it's just so boring you don't look forward to it like literally they got to the point where like every time i had like uh if you guys have been following the videos you know about detox screens and how i wish they would never exist ever again (laughs) but like i literally get to the point my day i'm so hungry and i just look at the bottle of detox screens and i would not drink it for like another half hour because i'm just like i just don't want to did you feel like it was harder to drink water when you're hungrier no, it was easier. Really? I've actually been bad about drinking. I need to drink more water again. I was I was crushing a gallon a day while I was on the cheese. Just to like fill up your stomach? Without a problem. When I get that really strong hunger sensation, water just makes me feel worse. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was really afraid of going hyponitremic. Um, yeah. I was like watching like the color of my urine the whole time. And like mm-hmm. it was staying like just that barely tinge of yellow, which is like exactly where you kind of want it. Right. Um, it wasn't ever crystal clear, which I was very concerned about. Um, but thankfully, whatever they, the BCAA and then whatever they had in those shoes was keeping me up to date. But no, I whenever I got hungry, it's like water was just I was just so thirsty. Mm-hmm. It was weird. That's interesting. Hmm. Well, that's good. I mean, you're drinking a lot of water. Yeah. Uh, moving forward from this, though, I've decided I'm going to kind of keep it really low calorie for a little bit longer, just because of how sedentary I've been, not being yeah. able to go to the gym. Um, I'm do, moving into like kind of a uh, 1500 calories for probably a week, and then maybe 17. Uh, the week following and then the goal is to have some new lights and everything for recording uh, and then my next goal is to do a uh, one meal a day uh, for a while that's gonna be the next challenge i do your diet right uh, i think it's called warrior diet i can't figure out if they're saying because some call them like an omad which is like one meal a day uh, and i think they're the same thing it's basically you're doing low calorie typically it's going to be something like 2000 or below and you're doing uh, you have like a one hour window to eat like mm-hmm. to eat a large meal, which I actually hate. Uh, I'm more of like a small meal guy. I don't like crushing everything at once. So that'll be kind of an interesting one to do. Uh, how many days do you think I should do that one? I think you should do at least like 
It has to be more than a week, you think? A week. I was going to say at least a, a week. Shit. I would do like two weeks. I would say two. I don't think I need to do a full month. No. Nah. I mean, that might be a lot. Like one of my clients, he tried two weeks carnivore, two weeks uh, plant-based. Well, when I do and the carnivore and the vegetarian one, I kind of want to give that the full month. Yeah. Because that's like a very, you have to like change your gut biome. Right. Whereas like the, uh, with the one meal a day, it's like, I'm not going to be changing anything, but like my fasting cycle. So I think that'll give me a week to recalibrate and a week to kind of experience it. And then I can kind of actually give a, a, a more mm-hmm. informed, inf- a more informed uh, point of view on it, which is kind of what I'm trying to do at this point, as far as like actually having an opinion on things. Right. Cause easy to judge people when you haven't done it yourself. Very true. Very true. Yeah, man. No, I mean, I've never intentionally done the one meal a day, but mm-hmm. I know that like I've done it on accident. Right. <laughs> yes. I think people spend from what I hear, I haven't done it like how you're supposed to do it, but they spend pretty much that whole hour like eating, you yeah. know? So it's like, they'll, they're not going to like eat super fast. Like we usually do, but you know, they'll have like bites and, you know, relax chat, have some more bites and like slowly work those calories in mm-hmm. so that they can, you know, get more than just like, you know, their plate of food. Well, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it when you're looking at the meal schedule. It's like Mike, Mike, Mike. And it's like, which if you don't know that's MREs, it's, yeah, that means you're not getting a hot rations. And sometimes they mess it up. And that means you have like one MRE in the morning, one in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of become one meal a day. So it's like, I've done it. Yes. But like, I don't, I didn't think about it because it was a different kind of situation. Right. But I'm excited to try. I think it'll be an interesting concept, especially if I'm back in the office by that point. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting, like having like that different way of doing things uh being inside of my house and the juice cleanse made it like immensely easier so are you gonna switch your workout schedule then because you're gonna only eat once a day so how are you are you gonna work out first thing in the morning so my plan is to assuming i'm back we're back and work and everything i typically get off at like 4 30 4 something like that so what i'm planning on doing is probably trying to eat my meal at like 1 30 so that gives me like an hour and a half to two hours to digest and then I can go to the gym and hopefully take advantage of those calories from the proteins and fats. Mm-hmm. And that'll probably be how I run it. Um, Cause I, I don't like working out fasted. It just right. leads to me not getting a good workout. Um, I think that's how I'm going to run it. Um, and this is also expecting that I actually am going to have access to it <laughs> by that point, hopefully, hopefully. but we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. I, I'm excited to go into that one, but that's sort of the update with, uh, the cleanse and, uh, the dieting stuff. It's been kind of fun for me and I think it's been really good. But uh, I like that, man. I'll be excited to track that as a, as you, uh, you know, go through the stages. Yeah, I'm hoping to keep that weight off. And, you know, maybe maybe the warrior diet will also be a thing. And then it'll be interesting, actually, I think, when I get to a point when I'm finally like, cool, I want to just maintain. Mm-hmm. Then I'm doing these weird things. It's like that'll actually give you cause losing weights when you're on like a weird diet. It's actually kind of easy. Just like eat less. Yeah. Whereas like, okay, cool. I decided I'm doing carnivore. Like how am I going to maintain my weight while also only doing meat? Like that's, that'll be like, okay, like this will have to be like, we'll have to toy with that more. Well, you'll be able to see like what you are comfortable with, you know, say all, any of these diets, if you structure them right, we'll put you in a deficit to lose weight. Exactly. But you'll just see because you're trying multiple ones. Oh man, this one really like vibes with my lifestyle. That's what I actually kind of do. It's in a personal way. Yeah. Like if I walk out of this and it's like, Hey, um, I'm, I, maybe I want to be a pescatarian now. Like I don't really see the point in it. Or maybe I want to be like primary meat because of this or like what plays nicely with my body. 
um, it, you know, low likelihood, but like, damn, I'm a vegan now. <laughs> um, it's, that would be something that, that I would find to be like actually super beneficial for me as an individual just to like know what does and doesn't work for me. Exactly. Hell yeah. Well, do you want to roll into our top fives? Let's do it, bro. Let's bust out these top fives. Uh, we got a couple different options. Uh, we did not share what we answered for these because I wanted to have it be a little bit yes. random so, so we can facilitate a little bit of uh, discussion. Uh, I do Get want some to controversy. Going one through five. One is number one. I want us to start at our fives. Okay. And uh, the first one is our top five energy drinks. And I looked at it as like from a can. I was going to mm-hmm. say like coffee and be a pain in the ass, but I decided to not do that. You um, get a cold brew in a can. I know, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we're getting some answers already. Um, so we're going to do energy drinks first. Uh, what's your number five? Uh, Red Bull. Interesting. I also had Red Bull, but I had sugar-free Red Bull. Oh, I should have been specific like that. Did you like sugar-free Red Bull? That's what I would have put down, yeah. Red, sugar-free Red Bull is very much the same way how I feel about McDonald's, uh-huh. where it's like, I know what it does to my body. Yeah. It's not my preferred, but, like, it it's works. And <laughs> I always, like, talk about it. It's like, if it's, like, nuclear piss... Like, it's just not, it doesn't taste good. It tastes like chemicals. Yeah, it tastes like freaking Red Bull. It a very reminds me of vodka chemical. every time I sniff it. Honestly. <laughs> throw a little bit. Uh, back in college, we go to spring break in Mexico. They, that was back when they released, like, all the flavors of Red Bull. And uh, each Red Bull, you could, you'd crack them open like you were shotgunning them. you yeah. drink out probably, like, you know, oh, two ounces. And you pour, we, like, the yeah. yellow one, we pour tequila into. Or, oh, like, my the God. red one, we put, like, vodka into. It's called snorkels, right? Uh, we didn't call them snorkels. This was, like, back when it was, like, brand new. It was a concept. Yeah. Like, my buddy was, uh, he was a rep for Red Bull. So we always, yeah. like, had a bunch of Red Bull. And uh, so we would call them rockets is what we called them. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'd shotgun Red Bulls with, like, uh, with a shot in them. And that oh, was Lord. fucking dope. Uh, what's your number four? Number four, monster. Just monster in general? Do you have like a preferred monster? Uh, I like the um, white or green sugar-free. Okay. I did I did Bang. Okay. Just in general. Uh, I think Bang has a lot of awful flavors, but I didn't yes. have a lot of clutch flavors also. Like, I I won't touch, like, the coffee Bangs. I think they're fucking disgusting. Yeah. Oh, those are weird. They're really bad to me. That's like, I, I drank one, and the protein source in those coffee ones are trash. So it's like, I was, my de- digestion was fucked from that. Also, I saw this really weird thing where someone, like, pulled out, like, this wad of, like, look like brown bubble gum. Ew. And apparently, like, there's some chemicals they have in there that if they interact incorrectly in storage, they, like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I know that all these have a ton of chemicals in them. Yeah. But the concept that that could happen, I'm just like, Ugh. like, I don't like that. The reason I put Monster down at the bottom is I don't really hate on the taste or, like, the the caffeine content, but it has aspartame, which I feel like, as far as the artificial sweeteners go, mm-hmm. that one's a little bit worse. See, for me, I'm, like, if people always talk about, like, well, what about aspartame? I was like, that's for later me to worry about. Yeah. Shit. That's, yeah. uh, I will say, though, it is the one of the worst. I put Bang down there mostly because I have preferred options, obviously, but mm-hmm. it's, like, a really consistent daily driver, and I think they were the first one to kind of do the whole like pre-workout energy drink thing with like the bca oh, yeah. in there and all that stuff like they, they pioneered it for sure very representative of that space and i think that if you don't accept that then you're just kind of buying into the copycats a little bit like they are mm-hmm. relevant and they exist although i think their marketing campaigns are terrible their reps bang suck. yeah dude. bro they're they're geniuses <laughs> no they suck it they have like these girls who have nothing to do with fitness or anything like they post these videos and there's like in being, swimsuits being hot with a bang you should see them at the fit expos are they those bad? same girls are there walking around handing out bangs jumping around i guess it's i great. mean they used to have the red bull girls in college I much heard hotter where they, they walked around with like, the backpack with a red bull on it first of all 
I mean, you attach like a hot girl to a beverage. That's just like how they market things. It's like yeah. any alcohol, any drink. That's how it works. But they are wearing that very distinct backpack. Yeah. So like I'd see them from across the fucking like the the mall. I'd be like, oh fuck! I like jog over them. I'm gonna go get myself a free Red Bull. Yeah. Like I I give a shit about the girl. Frankly, I'm just getting my free free Red Bull. But then they like give me like some promo thing. This and the other. Like that's killer marketing. But if like it's just like I'm a person here with a bang. Like. You can barely tell it's an advertisement. But they were like the first uh, and probably the biggest supplement company to jump on influencer marketing. Maybe in the... Maybe in, in the, the fit industry, in the like pre-workout... I would say uh, in the energy me- drink area. I would say that. Even like, I guess, here's here's my argument. You're right. Like, Optimum Nutrition will be like, Steve Cook, do this ad for us, right? Yeah. But they only have like Steve Cook. Okay, they had, right. You know, they, they had a lot more affiliates, whereas yeah. they, other people have athletes or like borderline employees, right? Because like to, to explain the difference between an affiliate and an athlete, an affiliate typically gets very few to no benefits. Mm-hmm. They get free drinks, potentially like a free shirt, and they get to say that they're an affiliate. Yeah, uh, you probably knew some people like that in college who were like, "I work Bumped for up, you know Tiva <laughs> or whatever the fuck that T-shirt brand was, where it's like a white shirt." Oh like a, yeah, I can't remember what they were called. They, they went under or something. But like, oh yeah, I'm an affiliate. They got a free shirt and then they just like try and get all their friends to buy it and that's it. Mm-hmm. Whereas an athlete typically has like a discount code or they're getting paid uh, a sponsorship. They have to or, show up to the expos yeah, exactly. and they have to like go to the photo shoots. That the they're a contractor. Yeah. That's the best way, but they're a contractor to yeah. some degree. Um, so yeah, I guess maybe bang. Okay, what's your number three? All right, I have bang for number three. Okay, I have rain for number three. Rain. Rain is the monster knockoff over- of bang. And I, and I will be very okay, clear tell me. on this. <laughs> Why do you hierarchy uh, rain over bang? Better flavors. They have a they have a, uh, a melon one. I don't know if you ever had it. It's just, I don't know. I what love, color is it? Is it the uh, greenish yellow one? It's like one? green and red. Okay. It's, uh, it's like a melon. Like it tastes kind of like a honeydew. If it was honeydews were good. Yeah. Um, it, it is so good. Like super creatine, bro. It just, it just tastes like actual, it tastes like rain. When I get a rain flavor, it tastes like how it's supposed to. Okay. Like when I get a bang, I, it's a bang flavor of this. And the thing is like, I like flavors. I don't like chemical tastes. So it's like mm-hmm. when I get a rain, I know what I'm like. If I get a raspberry one, it's going to taste like raspberry. If I get a uh, mango one, it's going to taste like mango. If I get a melon one, it's going to taste like melon. And that's mm-hmm. what makes it superior. Okay. I'm not talking about what's in it. I'm not talking about like different uh, supplement availability or whatever. Super creatine. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the best creatine. Like everyone knows that uh, there's totally different types of creatine and they're all different and amazing. Oh, in their so own way. different and amazing. <laughs> um, but that's why I like Miracle. rain better than than bang so okay. what, what why did bang get i see that you get you get bangs kind of a lot no I, i'm more like you it's like um it's what i can go to i know it gets the job done and i used to be more of a bang uh enthusiast but honestly i feel like it's too much caffeine for me now it is a little bit much it's 300 milligrams of caffeine per which is a lot well, that's a why commitment. it fills the pre-workout slot that's their yes. idea that's why like you find them at the vitamin shops next to gyms right because that's really where they're trying to exist. 
I do have to give Bang credit because they really started this full can, full serving pre-workout drink mm-hmm. fad that like all these energy drinks like Rain wouldn't be around if it wasn't mm-hmm. for yep. uh, the other two I'm about to mention wouldn't be around uh, if it wasn't for Bang already. And like it really put, it stole the game from uh, Red Bull, I want to say. It really did. I think they pulled up. Red Bull is yeah. still like in the extreme sports and I think they're more of like a common household name. Mm-hmm. But in the gym, like if I go to the gym and I'm drinking an energy drink at the gym, it's a bang or a rain right. and bangs are more available at the shop next to our gym. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to Firebirds. But, uh, they uh, still open. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Know, right. Uh, but it, it sits nicely in my stomach. I don't feel like it's like sugary or syrupy and I'm like ruining my workout. Like I can actually like sip on that while I'm going into my workout, which is actually like very uncommon for an energy drink. Right. All right. What's your number two? Number two, I have, uh, Zience or X Y N S? Well, you know what oh, I'm talking Zients. about. Oh, Zience, those are good. Fuck, I forgot about that. They have a really great cherry limeade. Yeah. Again, I like flavors that taste <laughs> like they're supposed to, and I always think of the cherry limeade from Sonic. Yeah. It tastes just like that. So good. I, I like it. Try the uh, green apple. Or oh, I'm not a big green apple guy. Oh no, sorry. No, it's the green melon or okay. the Fiji apple. Okay, I'll Both check it out. I like. I really like sour energy drinks, and those yeah. those are very sour and very good. Okay. Yes. I put White Monster as my number two. Okay. And that's what I was talking about to you. We were talking about this beforehand a little bit, not trying to give it away, but it was, uh, I was sitting, I was like, it's hard because I have like a daily driver. And when I think back to like when I drank energy drinks, I don't really drink them anymore. I just don't mm-hmm. really feel the need to. But being in like in the military and being in college, like I would just rip White Monsters constantly because it was like zero, like zero calories. All the, like the caffeine was there and it sits really nicely. It's basically sits like a carbonated water. So I would basically, if I had to say what is the most of an energy drink I ever drank, it was, was White Monster. I feel that. That's like your your uh, bottom bitch. <laughs> <laughs> White Monster is the yeah. downest. Is the downest for me. Yes. Okay, the most important one. What's your number one? Number one, you already know what it is. Uh, it's my amino energies. I fucking love those. You always have them in the house, right? Always. Yep. I'm always drinking one. I have probably like five, six a week. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. You actually do have them around pretty often. I really love them because it's a full serving of aminos in there. And it's not just BCAs. It's the essential aminos. So it's like all the uh, ones needed to turn on protein synthesis. And then it also only has 100 milligrams of caffeine. So it's like if I do a later workout, that's mm-hmm. not going to fuck me up where I can't go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. I, I try not to drink any caffeine after like six. Mm-hmm. And that's just a personal choice because it fucks up my sleep cycle. But I could see that being more helpful. Yeah. It's about the strength of a cup of coffee. So I feel like that one's pretty good uh, daily driver. Okay. I, I think you'll agree with my number one to a degree. Yeah. And I picked this because it was the best. It is no longer even available. Original flavor, red, white, and blue up energy. What? Say it again? The up energy, the red, white, and oh. blue can. Original flavor, not the new one. Oh, because I, I never actually, experienced this. Yes, you did. Red, white, and blue? Oh, it tastes like 3D. A, 3D. Oh wait, up was their original name. Yeah, because they got sued because they're up there. They're 3D energy now. The Christian Guzman one. Christian Guzman, yeah, because it was originally yeah. up energy and they got sued, sued by another one. company. They're now one was 3D. good as fuck. It tasted like a rocket pop. That was really good. And then they like tried to tried to relaunch the flavor and it wasn't the it's same. It's not the same. No. It's not the same. But I I would have probably stopped drinking. I can't believe I thought I forgot to change the 3D. <sighs> I totally forgot about that one. The, I would have probably only drank that type of energy moving forward, mm-hmm. continuing forever, because man, rocket pop is just very a classic and it's the best and i don't know what happened i'm assuming there was some kind of proprietary blend they couldn't continue doing or it was more too expensive or something 
Oh, it was so good. It was good. That was probably the one of the best tasting energy drinks I've ever had. Of all You're time. right about that. It was uh, in all time. I great. just kind of like blocked it out because it's so sad that it's gone now. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It was the change was not good. Yeah. It was not something that I would ever accept. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Uh, so let us know what your top five are. Leave us a message. Send us a DM. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to our next topic. We wanted to talk about our top five quarantine shows and this one was hard for me to break into like my favorites and we can kind of go a little bit faster on this one we don't have to give like full-on explanations or arguments because mm-hmm. i think our tastes don't completely align on shows right but so my number five <laughs> is just there's so many documentaries coming out and i couldn't yeah. pick any number one so i put them into a slot because there's like tiger king was great to a degree uh, there was one about the guy who wrote the Anarchist Cookbook. Uh, there was, like, this one, uh, the Aaron Hernandez one. There's another one about, like, the, uh, what is it called, CPS in, like, California. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, all of those are great, and I just love watching things. There's a bunch of murder ones, obviously, and a bunch of, like, everyone's falsely accused of some kind of crime ones. Mm-hmm. And I've just been eating those up constantly. Just getting those documentaries. Now's a good time. I know, right? It's now I have time. Okay. What was your number five? Number five was, uh, I again... I couldn't just pick one because I'm. I guess I don't watch enough shows for me to really do this, but I've been. This is your choice. You I know. I know. This is my idea. Uh, I guess I don't watch as much shows as I thought, but I I just put like the Batman movies because me and Nicole are slowly working through those. Like we watch the. Those are long movies, and too. we're kind of doing it like not like the really old school ones, but like the Christian Bale ones, mm-hmm. and we did the Joker one because that's like pre. You know, Christian Bale, Batman. You should be, you should try watching like the ones from way back because they are campy as hell and they're funny. So, like, or like the one that was uh, by Steve Burton. Is that the one with Arnold in? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a good times. time. It's a it's, good time. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> but it's so good. Yeah. I should, I owe it to myself to watch that one at least one more time. You should. You really <laughs> should. Uh, my number four. And I've just been super into trash television. I have even talk about this a lot. Yeah. I fucking loved Love is Blind. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I actually could probably also substitute that for the show uh, Too Hot to Handle. They're all awful, but like I've suddenly <laughs> discovered that I just love these terrible dating shows. I will I will not watch them alone. Yeah. I have to watch them with Taylor so that I can talk shit. You're like the hipster who watches B-rate movies to talk trash about it. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, the thing is, like, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm better than the people that watch things. Like, oh, I'm in a different class of person that watches trash television. No, I'm a completely <laughs> proud, a part of the problem. Yeah. But I can't get enough. Right. It's just like, I love it. I love to make fun of these people. And it's just like, it's garbage and it's entertaining. And a lot of guys will be like, oh, you're, you're fucking lame. It's like, hell yeah, I am. I totally agree. It's You awful. are entertained. I am entertained. <laughs> yes. But, Number four. Let's see. I have, this is just a go-to that I throw on uh, when, you know, it's like, I'm too late to get invested. You know, mm-hmm. this, this is where this fits in. I put curb your enthusiasm just because it's entertaining and always funny. Okay. Wait, is curb your that's the one with Larry David. Is what? What platform is that on? HBO. Okay, that's why I have. What is the one I've been watching on Netflix? Shit, it's the one with the is rich it family. Creek? No, it's the rich. It's similar. It's rich family that became poor. It's a little bit older. It is. Wow, I'm gonna like make you guess. It's like the guy who's like uh, he's wears jean shorts all the time because he doesn't wear clothes. Or I'm stupid. You're confusing me more. <laughs> I know, right? I'm gonna have to like look this up behind behind the scenes, but I, I can't remember what it's called right now. Um, I'll go to my number three while you're looking it up. Yeah, honestly, yeah. All right, my number three, I have, uh, I'm rewatching this one. Uh, it's The Expanse. 
Uh, it's on, uh, what is it, Amazon? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a space, you know, territory, political, thriller, sci-fi drama. So I like it because I feel like it's cool showing a potential human future. Wait, so is it like sci-fi? Yeah, it's like sci-fi, but it's cool because it's like, you know, if we colonize the solar system that, you know, it would be not just Earth. You know, there was like a Mars society and like a mm-hmm. asteroid belt society and they all like didn't like each other and there was like conflicts and shit. It's fun. It uh, it's kind of like one of those shows. I know everyone from like Breaking Bad and every other cult show is like, oh, the first season's so bad, but after that it gets great. This is one of those shows. Oh, it's one of those? Okay. Yeah. Also, I found it. It's Arrested Development. I started Arrested oh, Development. Oh, okay. Which I That's didn't think one. I was going to like and the first couple episodes were a little rough, but I've been enjoying it. That's, That's it. Jason Bateman's in that one, right? I couldn't tell you. I haven't I watched it that long. Is. I have no idea. Yeah, that's that's but a yeah, classic. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, on, I'm on like episode five. Um, my number three is another trash television. I've been working my way through 90 Day Fiance with Taylor. <laughs> God, Nicole I, also looks I, I love just seeing train wrecks. <laughs> oh my God. It's, I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it makes me feel better about my life or something. But man, I just love sitting there and watch people make bad decisions or good decisions. I like happy endings with it too. But man, I do. I love the train wrecks too. Yeah. It's it's just such, it's it's only again, again, only watch it with Taylor. I can't watch it by myself. I'm sure she loves it. <laughs> oh, we're having a great time. It's super funny. Uh, what's your number two? Number two, I have uh, Ozark because I just finished that one. And I mean, season one and two are amazing. Season three was not as good as the first two, but still entertaining and mm-hmm. good. So I thought it was solid. I haven't picked it up because someone told me it was a lot like Breaking Bad and no, negative opinion. No. I didn't like Breaking Bad. Neither Breaking Bad was overrated. I didn't think it was good. Uh, I'm sure there's some people who will be We're like, gonna get like some what hate. are you talking about? We're going to get hate from saying that. But I didn't watch Ozark because that. But you also told me I need to pick it up because it's actually not the same thing. It's different. But uh, I just, I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll get to me. I don't like dark shows that much. Like... I like something that's going to either be like easy watching or like I'll watch like a dark movie. It's not easy watching. <laughs> yes, right. I just like something that's going to be nice, whatever, funny. Um, I'll watch like a, like a scary movie, I like scary movies. I like mm-hmm. intense movies. But see, as far as a show goes, like I don't want to sit here and be bummed out. You're not bummed out. You're just like, I don't know if I could sleep at night because now I'm having dreams. If the, I got involved with the cartel that they would cut my head off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> us living in Arizona, I think most of us know like, yeah, just don't. Just don't. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Dave, a uh, little Dicky show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Hulu. It is so good. Like highly recommend. Like if you like, is it like Dickie, a comedy it's a, or like it's what? a comedy. It's yeah. a comedy. Uh, it's not like how what Childish Campino did where he like uh, Atlanta where it's like pretty serious, with a little bit of humor. Mm-hmm. Like Dave is very much a comedy show. Um, if you like Little Dicky, you will like Dave. Was he just like? Does he do like his life and then some stand up or something? Or what's no, he no, it's basically just him. Uh, it's a v- show about him and his early career. Essentially, mm-hmm. like I'm assuming it's kind of like not actually how it really went down, but it's like kind of a show about that. Right. And it's like he's an up and coming rapper and yada yada yada. It's very funny and like it's he does not take himself seriously and like he's got like a weird dick and like it's it's. <laughs> super childish humor but it's like super funny and it's great i, I highly okay. recommend it nice that's a good that's a good number one that's my number two. Oh, number two sorry yeah okay well what's your number one? Oh, what's your number two what was uh, your... i said ozark oh wait okay sorry i forgot we oh yeah i forgot i had to look that thing up my number one is community okay i crushed community yeah it's from the same writers actually who are on rick and morty now mm-hmm. and it was just such a great show like i love parks and recs 
Um, I'm not as strong on the office as a lot of people are, but I do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I liked Friends. I like How I Met Your Mother. I like, like I said, I like easy watching shows. Right. And Community had Donald Glover in it, who's now Chow Camino, and like uh, the guy, the Asian guy from uh, The Hangover, Mr. Chow. Yeah, Mr. Chow, and it's just so good. It was just one of the most entertaining shows we've ever seen, and they ended it perfectly, which mm-hmm. made me hate them. So like, <laughs> why did you guys end it so early? Ah. But it was it was great. It was one of how my, many seasons? I think it's five. Okay, maybe six. I, gotta gotta try try five. I think it's definitely five. I need a new sitcom. Oh, dude, watch it. It's so good. Yeah. Um, it's all time. Definitely worth watching. And it's on It's on uh, Netflix now. Yep. So no commercials. You can just go right through it. It's no, a good time. No commercials, no excuse. Exa- exactly. <laughs> well, because the whole time people are telling me it's on Hulu. Just watch it. I'm like, yeah, I know. But, you know. Yeah. I have to click more buttons. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it was super good. Okay, uh, what's your number one? I had to put Tiger King because it was just like such a... I feel like it's our culture now. It's integrated into our internet culture. And I just, I feel like the benefits of watching that show have continued past viewing. I don't think it would have been so pervasive if it hadn't come out during the quarantine. I agree. And also, did you watch the update episode? No, I've chosen to not watch that one because I heard from multiple people that it kind of ruins it it sucks um it doesn't ruin it yeah it really doesn't it's just uh actually the guy who does the interviews on it is the guy from community the the white guy i can't remember his name yeah uh he's like the main character ish uh he did not do a great job interviewing them it was very awkward like it was like i feel like they could have picked someone who's like relates to them better or was like maybe like a bigger fan and more sympathetic towards the situation because a lot of the jokes he made were like at their expense to their face which yeah, is not like, and, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's not a good interview style. I feel um, like. And I mean, like it was an update and, you know, they all gave it the way they thought was relevant and great and whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like, it, it wasn't necessary. It was very unnecessary. Right. So, mm. okay. but Tiger King is definitely a part of our society now. And uh, <laughs> there's the great question. I, it's funny. I've been driving through, like if you go through drive through though at Starbucks, uh, there's one, what is it? I think it's on Goldwater and like Scottsdale mm-hmm. where it hits there. They always have these little uh, tip cups mm-hmm. about like, and it's obviously oh, choose this or that. Yeah, it's yeah. like the, Carol. Did she do it? Did oh. she not do it? And uh, I didn't vote. Freeze but, it, Joe, or yeah, <laughs> don't free Joe. Uh, do not free Joe. <laughs> I, I, I'm. We he did it. Yeah. <laughs> that one is not a, a surprise. Oh man. Um, but it's definitely been something that uh, I also went to Canes like three weeks ago, which is like mm-hmm. a drive-through chicken place. Like their door was open, I could see in there, and like obviously the. Uh, the dining area is not open to customers right now, but they had like team, uh, team Carol, team exotic. And it's like <laughs> stuff like that. It's like, it's obviously oh, a big thing right now. Yeah. It's hilarious. I think that's a good pick. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for that one. We got one more, right? Yes. Um, if you have any recommendations for what we should be watching, do send them in. Yes. I'm always looking for something new. Um, you know, Wes over here is trying to get me to watch Sons of Anarchy and I didn't like it the first time around. So maybe you'll try it again, but we'll see. I would say, it's more of a necessity to give Ozark another try. Than oh, Sons so I should tried. prioritize. Okay. Yes, okay. that's what I would say. Okay, fine. Because like Sons is so old now that it's like you go back to season one, it's like another world. Well, <laughs> yeah. Community is the same way because it came out in like 09. Yeah. And like some of the jokes, they're, all the jokes are timeless. Like they're all funny no matter what because the, the pop culture references they make are not like time-based. Like they're mm-hmm. still funny to this day and also in our age group that's still relevant for right. us. Uh, but like the phones they have and stuff like that, like the problems they're having, it's like, this isn't a problem. Yeah. This is not a thing that happens, but it did in 09. Right. But 
That's funny. Okay. So our next one was the one that I thought was going to be the funniest slash most controversial mm-hmm. and it's worst gym accessories. And Wes and I went in opposite direction. I went for just what bothers me to see. And then you said you went in a direction of like what you see misused. Yeah. Because I was having trouble like, you know, being hating on everything because it's like some people, I get it, you know, you need a wrist strap, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, so I was like, well, well what you're do talking I see? to me right now with my bum wrist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know your wrister, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like some, I get it. Sometimes you need this, but I, I see a lot of people using the right equipment for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So I want to address that. Okay. I actually do like that. Cause that you make the wrist strap comment. It's like, yeah. I use the wrist strap cause I have a shit wrist, but you also have noticed that I haven't used it in probably like six months Yeah, because I want to get my wrist stronger. Right. Whereas you have like healthy 18 year olds who are like wearing duct tape on their wrists. And it's like, it makes them look like a boxer or something. Yeah. Exactly. Or like, not even a duct tape, it's athletic tape. It's just yeah. like, Hey man, you're actually making yourself weaker. Right. Don't you're not that. a power lifter lifting five plates on each side of your bench press. So and it's like, like <laughs> you're uh you're doing a deadlift with 135 and you're belted up. Like yeah. that's uh, not exactly. how that's supposed to be done. All right. What's your number five and why? Okay. I put KT tape. Oh, the kinesiology tape, like the black lines that like that you can put them on your, so it kind of makes you look like a cyborg. Like you can yeah. put, it's like, I don't know exactly it's like how it's like padded tape that they put on certain muscles. And what it's supposed to do is to help those muscles contract optimally and clear waste faster so i was a i was an intern as a a, an athletic trainer Mm -hmm. back in like 2011 because i thought that was the kind of direction i wanted to go my career at that time and uh like kinesiology tape or k tape whatever you want to call it that that was like like the new hotness back then Mm -hmm. and it was very expensive and because like i am really good at like I can still probably to this day tape an ankle or a wrist or set a thumb right. or uh, do a, a knee wrap. And then like we do like, we do spatting, which is like over the, over the shoe of like a football player. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly people be coming with K tape and I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this man. Like I've never touched this. Yeah. And uh, like, they were like, Oh, well my doctor gave it to me. I'm like, well, did he tell you how to put it on? Cause yeah. I don't know how, but it basically does what a wrist wrap does or a, uh, an ankle or a knee or whatever. And it just does the same thing with less, materials and it's very cool because you can also put them like on your back so like say like your shoulders fucked up and like it's deficient like you can put it on there and technically it'll stabilize or activate that muscle yeah like appropriately right say when you're doing a press you are an overhead press for shoulders and you're experiencing pain and bad range of motion in your rear delts or like traps are you know underactive or they're not firing, or you're not feeling it, you know, put the KT tape on correctly, and it's supposed to help that muscle be involved better. Interesting. So what you're saying is people just put it on to look cool. Yes, people, a lot of people and put it on to look cool, or they don't put it on correctly. It's like you have to really know your physiology mm-hmm. to know where to put it on for your muscle, so it's like sitting on the right insertion and activation point and everything like that. So, like, so when you see it, do you see people who are like you're looking at, you can see from across the gym, like that's not on right? I just know that... 90% of the people who are wearing it are not having it put on them by a professional. Or if you're putting it on yourself, it's like you can't put it on yourself. Well, like you almost need to have like your significant other like show up to that doctor's appointment so the doctor can show them. Right. Or like watch some YouTube videos instead of just like blop, smacking it on and be like, cool, I guess it works now. Yeah. And I think you're right. A lot of the people who use it 
are using it more for looks than for functionality. If people shouldn't necessarily be using it in the gym for, you know, their day-to-day work. They yeah. should be saving it for like a max out day or like a competition or, mm-hmm. you know, an event. I will say though, I, it looks kind of tight. It does like, look cool. If you have like a really good, like I'll see like some dude who's like cut up wearing like his freaking, you know, like the the bro tank, like cut off sleeves, and you see like his arms got like the K tape on him, like that actually kind of a rad look. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like a freaking like applied tattoo. Like I kind of dig it. Yeah, but okay, I get that. Yeah. My number five is much, <laughs> much less of a. Now I feel like mine are gonna be much worse. Than ours. <laughs> um, my number five is fingerless gloves. Oh, I love it. I those are good. I fucking hate gloves in the gym. Period. What and about I get gloves it. with fingers. Just gloves in general. Honestly, being who I am. I would uh, I would be more tolerant of fingered gloves. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the fingerless gloves. I just like, and it's I get it. You want to have softer hands, or if you're like ripping like crazy weight, like you know, uh, there's like these huge dudes who are like doing massive weight, and they have like fingerless gloves. And I'm like, okay, at the end of the day, like if you're picking up 600 pounds, like the yeah. gloves are definitely relevant and helping. Right. But if you're like mid to beginner and I see you wearing gloves, I'm like, ugh. Like When's just, the last time you ripped a callus? It's been a while for me. Dude, college. Yeah. Dude, I haven't picked up heavy since we, like, we've met. I like, I just don't do like kipping pull-ups anymore. <laughs> so, you I know. guess, yeah. Now I think about <laughs> when I was in, doing CrossFit, uh, I borrowed, well, I didn't wear the fingerless gloves, but they give you these wrist straps that have like a leather like hook, thing. hook sling thing that you put two fingers through. Yeah. And that was what I was using for that. But then again, if you're wearing fingerless for kipping, you still have exposed finger pads so that you right. rip those up. Right. I just, I think they look lame as fuck. That's all there is to it. I agree. I mean, trust me, gloves are in my top five too. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's your number I'm four? With you. uh, number four, I have the slingshot bench press band. Do you know what I'm talking about? First of all, I don't think those are worse at all. I think those are dope. Yes, but I don't think they're that they're bad. I just think people use them wrong. Okay. Well, how many people have you seen who aren't like beasts using? Because every time I see him, it's some guy who I know who has like. Like who's like competitive, like at indie. Like I very actually, no, I never, never see I've never seen it. You've never seen it. I've seen it multiple times. I've never seen it misused. I never seen it at indie. Uh, Where do you see it at? Like LA Fitness, some okay, 150 so, pound dude yeah. throws two plates on the bench press and he throws the band on and he's like, I'm gonna get this for like a set of six. And then he like no, not like a set of ten, you know. And he's like, oh yeah, I just got two plates for ten. And it's like. You just completely defeated the pur- defeated the purpose. Well, of that explain band. to the audience what is the purpose of a slingshot. The purpose of the slingshot is to assist you on the way up on your bench press, so that you can stimulate your muscles and central nervous system to hold more weight than you'd normally be accustomed. And to. you explain what a slingshot. It's very hard to explain, so I'd recommend you look it up. It's yeah. basically a incredibly thick, think like a booty band or a hip circle. Mm-hmm. That's a it's a one piece of fabric that goes over your chest and it has two loops in it for your arms for your arms to go through. And basically, when the come the bar comes down, it stretches over your chest, mm-hmm. and that allows you to spring it up. And it gives you the a elasticity. Bit more, so yeah, the elasticity yeah. helps it up. Kind of mm-hmm. think about like if you were doing a squat and you had bands above you that were helping it lift back up. Right. That's what it's meant for. And it's meant for very small sets, big weight, and low reps. Yeah. And low reps. Yeah, low reps. Yeah. People are doing, who's doing eight or more reps or not using it right. Yeah, exactly. It's meant for like your, and like a, like danger weight level. Like it's like, we're fucking moving this. Yeah. Um, And I've only seen big dudes using it who like should, who are smart. I've used it before. Mm hmm. Um, 
it was cool. I liked it. Uh, I felt like it made things easier. So I don't use, I would never buy it or use it personally just because I'm like, that's not really what I'm going for. Right. Um, but I, it has a purpose. It does have a purpose and a relevant purpose. I just don't see people using it for that, you know? I feel you. I, I see more people doing like block press or foam board press. You know, oh, man, I love block presses. Yeah. That's when you put, uh, so a lot of times you'll, you'd see these in like older fashion gyms. It'd be like two by fours mm-hmm. and they'd be like, you can stack like three two by fours in your chest. You do a couple reps and it basically keeps it like several inches from your chest. Then you pull one block out. Then you do several yep. reps and you pull one block out and then you do several press. Then you do no blocks. You can straight to the chest. And it's like, it's this cool test of your rep range and like mm-hmm. it helps you hit different areas. It's super fun. You can and go heavier. Yeah, exactly. You need somebody who's there to assist you, but mm-hmm. it's a really good time. Oh yeah. Um, my number four is stringers. <laughs> I love I love where you went with this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> elaborate. <laughs> so a stringer is a tank top taken to the extreme. It's like if girls have, well, okay, well think of like a girl's bikini. Mm-hmm. There's like a regular bikini where your covers your whole breast and it wraps around back and it's a string and whatever. Now imagine those like girls who are wearing the ones where it's like it's all string but then like the patch that covers your the nipple ch- patch <laughs> your your chest is smaller where it's just covering like the, the dirty um the, the your areola yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just covering areola it's like, okay that's a bit much like if you're wearing it for like a shoot or whatever or, like you're doing your thing whatever but like if they wore it to like the beach you're kind of like all right like yeah. okay that's like, how this isn't a stringers. rap music video right <laughs> exactly right like i don't have a problem with stringers but I also think that some guys don't deserve to wear them. Yeah, you have to be like 10% or less, I think, to look good in a stringer. You have to be strong as fuck. You have to like, your back needs to be the the envy of the the area for me to think you look good in a stringer. You have any like love handle and you look like shit. Any love handle. And the thing is, the people, you don't see a lot of stringers on people who shouldn't be wearing them because most people just don't have the confidence to wear it. Mm -hmm. But the same guy who's wearing a stringer and shouldn't be is the same guy who's wearing fingerless gloves. (laughs) Yeah, it's usually like that 45-year-old guy with who wears a belt everywhere and also the stringer and the gloves. Yeah, (laughs) I was thinking, it's, it's like late 20s who probably worked out in college and is just coming back and like he thinks he's trying to look cool and like he's kind of got a gut but he's wearing a stringer and that and it's just like come on man like it's cool it's like, like you don't need in the glory this. days you don't need to do this <laughs> yeah that's okay, a, that's I like where it. I, stringers are okay for some people you know who you are the rest of you and myself included i won't wear a stringer but i think they're a no-go i'm with you on that your next one okay number three i have uh waist trainers uh, specifically, like, the ones that people wear uh, around the gym. Okay, so are you talking like about, the, there's two There's two types I think of. The ones that guys wear, which are basically belts that are made of nylon, and then there's the ones I think of that girls wear, which are, like, the sweat wraps. It's, like, the one you wrap around, and it's, like, you know, with yeah, like the okay, Velcro. Yeah, okay, they're Velcro, yes. It's just, like, it's, like, a a sleeve, a compression sleeve you put around your waist, and a lot of people think that, it's going to make them lose fat, and it does not. It only trains your abs to stay tight mm-hmm. so that you have a smaller range of motion in your abs, and your waist is an inch or two smaller. It's basically like a corset. Yeah, it, and that's literally what it is. It's basically just saying it's teaching your body to like stay up and tight, which yeah. is like basically like learning how to stand up straight. It's like if mm-hmm. you wore like a back brace. like You're, you're like just, small breaths, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, okay, with that said, 
How do you feel about the, it's, I've never seen a guy wear one of these, but they're those things that girls wear. It's like uh, kind of rubbery on the inside. And they wrap it around themselves really tight and same mm-hmm. Velcro thing. Mm-hmm. And they, and you've seen, I'm sure you've seen this. They, they are on Instagram on their story and they take it off. It's just all the sweat and they're like, yeah, yeah like, a lot. And it's just like, Oh, like gross. But uh, do you think those do anything? Cause like, they're obviously not doing the corset effect. Well, it's like so much conflicting data. People are like, yeah, it helps pull the water out from under your skin. But I feel like, first off, there's no evidence to say that it helps with fat burning in any way Mm -hmm. uh, at all. Second, it may be pulling water under your skin, but one thing that you know is if you do a lot of sweating and a lot of cardio, that actually attracts water to the and inflammation to that area because it has to recover. So it's like, is it really making you leaner? That's debatable. And also, it when people do wear that they'll put on like this uh vaseline type gel over their abs so that they sweat more oh really so, like clogs up their pores so it gets even hotter really yeah they sell that stuff it's called sweet sweat oh and it's like a mineral enriched vaseline oh and that's another thing that people do to increase the fat burning which i mean oh is that yeah, like those no... things you see on instagram where they're like rubbing on their body like, yeah, oh like, this will help with here. your weight loss thing yeah th- people use them together that with the uh waist trainer in oh i had no idea yeah that's i think really it's really weird yeah okay well my number three is camera stands <laughs> i almost put that that's <laughs> i like it yep and <laughs> i know that there's someone out there who has a youtube channel or they're self-shooting for their instagram yeah and i get it I'm on your side. I, I'm not going to sit here and shit on you. We're not hating content. on your fit channel, all right? I'm not. But with that said, <laughs> you look like a dork. Your content probably looks great because it's all stable and set a good angle. Yeah. But it's always those, like, uh, the camera stands with, like, the balls on them. Oh, like, yeah. Like, contort different things. The Best Buy one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's it, – actually, you don't see it – I, you don't see it in these, but we don't see anything in Indy. Um, yeah. You don't see it as much as you used to, but when I was going there for the first time back, like, you know, 2018, there were a lot of camera stands. Yeah. There was, a, I think... Uh, Especially, like, in the powerlifting crew. Yeah. Oh, honestly, like, the you have, like, the three squat racks are all taken up, and all of them have camera stands, all mm-hmm. deadlift sections. Someone, and, like, takes the one bench press to sit up their camera to look at the other bench press they're oh working on. God. Oh my God. They were usually polite. And if you're like, yeah. kind of staying, they're like, Hey, what's up? They, they yeah. eventually move it. But it's, <laughs> it's, I also think that if you're going to shoot footage, you should do it non busy hours. I guess when I say camera stands are a problem, it's like at like between like three to six, that is like not an acceptable time for people to be like using camera stands. Right. I feel like they definitely, when they make it where you're ruining other people's workouts, it's being selfish at that point. Or they get mad at you because you accidentally walk into their shot. Right. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I didn't see it. It's a there. fucking gym. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's 5 p.m. on Monday. Everyone's here. I'm trying to not be rude. Come on. <laughs> give, me, give me a little bit of slack. Right. Okay. What is your number three? Number three, I have... No, number two. Oh, Because okay. I just did waist trainers. Um, I'm going to go with padded gloves. Okay. So is that kind of like with similar reasons? Gloves? Yeah. You know, just... I get, you know, like the one we talked about where you put your two fingers through mm-hmm. and it's like the hook leather piece. Yeah. I don't have a problem with those. Yeah. I don't have a problem with straps. Uh, but I feel like those thick padded gloves that, you know, you see that old gym teacher working out with the bandana on on the leg press wearing gloves. Yeah, I know. You know, about. like that <laughs> is what I have a problem with. Why are you using the leg press and gloves? <laughs> it's I, I not helping know. you. I don't know. Uh, I really don't. Yeah, I just feel like if you're doing more of the, you know, body weight, functional type stuff, even like a 
like a bicep curl. Sometimes you need that connection with the bar or the weight so you can like get a good squeeze. I'm like know? callus crew too. Yeah. I'm like, just get some fucking calluses. Because thing is, your calluses are gross for a while, but then you're, you really, your hands will get smoother again. Yeah. Like I've cultivated some durable, not gross calluses. Yeah, like they're smooth. They're just... <laughs> I put thicker. lotion on my hands too. Exactly. They, yeah. Like when you rip a callus, yeah, it becomes like razor blades, but it's... I have done that in day, a while. Yeah. It's like, no, it's fine. And you also will stop ripping them as long as you're not doing like crazy weight all the time. Yeah. I think that they're unnecessary because a lot of people, they aren't ripping calluses all the time. And it's like, get a little bit of gym callus, just a little bit enough where it's like, mm-hmm. if you forget your gloves, you can't you can still have a workout. Exactly. You know, it's like, what if you forget your gloves? Are you just going to not show up and not do I it? I don't know. What are you? <laughs> it's like, I can't touch any of the metal. Cause like, man, if you touch some fresh knurling and you've never like, you only ever use gloves, like it's going to hurt. It's like walking barefoot on rocks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like if you don't have never walked barefoot, like if you have me walk on gravel, it hurts. Cause I'm always yeah. wearing shoes. And I know some people like, it's not a big deal. Right. That's exactly how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel you on that. Um, my number two mm-hmm. toe shoes. Oh, yes, there they are. I don't, yeah, I never thought about this before. I don't even feel the need to explain myself. Enough said. Enough said. I think there was a phase where they were popular, and I think the people who were going to buy them bought them, and I think that they should just go to the wayside and have never have happened. Yeah, I wish Crocs would do that too, but (laughs) they're here to stay. Uh, So I think Crocs has had a resurgence, and I understand Crocs. Yeah. Okay, I understand Crocs the same way I understand, like, slides or, like, uh, wearing like Birkenstocks mm-hmm. because when I was uh back when I was in like college stuff I'd wear slides with like socks and then I'd put on like my gym shoes when I'd get to the gym I I feel that and I will also defend the Crocs on the uh you know military shower shoe environment okay yeah, yeah. All, I will not defend on Crocs is those weird little like tchotchkes that people put into the holes oh my god the bling that they put yeah, on there that's lame. oh my god Just fuck. okay actually i saw <laughs> these crocs that are black with flames on them <laughs> like a harley davidson croc yeah, yeah, i would buy those <laughs> that's hilarious i would totally wear those and i Love. dare anyone to tell me they're not cool because they're sick that's so fucking funny but yeah crocs i, I toe shoes the whole thing was about like oh it's like running with no shoes on which is healthier because yada 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 and Natural naturally flicking. okay how about this how about you just wear uh stretch your more open wide like uh pad shoes mm-hmm. on a regular and then run in normal rug- running shoes great running shoes were made for a reason and they function well for a reason right like i'm sure there's like some indigenous tribes and stuff that like can run in sandals and barefoot and they're really fast and great but at the end of the day they were made for a reason like no one stopped i know a lot of people who are in the military they literally when it when it was their option, they always wore flip-flops. It was like rainbow flip-flops all day, all night, all life. It's a very officer thing. <laughs> it is a very officer thing. That was on OTC. They are all lieutenants. Now. Oh, man. <laughs> it, was, it was freaking like, it was short, like short shorts and rainbows. I'm actually about to buy some rainbows for the summer. <laughs> They're good sandals, right? <laughs> Dude, they last forever. But it was rainbows, and then it was like boots and running shoes. And I remember I had this really bad experience at a... Uh, Fleet Feet or a Roadrunner running shoe store. Mm-hmm. And I now do not take advice from them because I went in there and I was being assisted by someone who was not a runner. I okay. Can, you just look at them and you know. Yes. And they were making some recommendations for me. And they were talking about how, and when I looked at them, their shoes were untied, which I actually know people do that too. They like wear running shoes, they wear them untied and they tighten them up before they go on runs. Interesting. And they were talking about how all they wanted, like all they loved in shoes was loose. They wanted loose shoes. And I'm like, okay, cool, so you're not a distance runner or a sprinter. 
because that's how you lose a shoe. Yeah. And all the recommendations they gave me were like wide, loose, awful. And I was just like, dude, why do people think that this whole like weird open foot plan thing? Like, I'm not even saying like running like heel toe is good. Right. Like most of the shoes I wear, I wear Brooks now just because I have flat feet and I don't freaking have any support, but I just, the whole, like just they're, they're running shoes. Just let them be what they are. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that, man. And don't wear your toe shoes to the gym. My biggest argument is with the toe shoe, it's like we don't weigh as much as an underfed, plain running, persistent hunter, right. you know, ancient human. We are, you know, over-muscled or over-fatted Americans mm-hmm. who are trying to run on minimalist shoes and put all this pressure on our bones that weren't meant to take that much weight. Mm-hmm. Like, I, according to the Army, I am like eight to 10 pounds heavier than I should be. Oh, I'm, you know, no, so you weren't like, having that. <laughs> I'm supposed to weigh like 65 to 70 pounds, but <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, if we're putting miles on our feet, especially as much as you do, you know, in the military on active duty and stuff like that, if you're wearing a minimalist shoe and you're pounding those joints with oh, more man. weight than you should be, mm-hmm. you need some cushion to buffer that, you know? And also like, how about you just develop some capitals, run on your toes like a normal person mm-hmm. and actually activate your muscles instead of flopping your knees so against them. Stomp, 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 stomp. That's yeah. what ruins your knee. Right. And guess what happens? If you're not wearing a running shoe, you're naturally going to beat fucking heel on the ground and hurt yourself. The people who are using like these minimalist shoes who are actual runners have excellent, excellent form. Yeah. And typically they have a very high arch. So it's as a flat foot. And they guy, weigh like 130 pounds. So it's well, like, you know. That being said, what's your yeah. number one? Uh, it was toe shoes. So we, toe, we covered oh, that. Oh, we covered okay. that. <laughs> My number one is altitude masks. Ooh, I love it. Which are not <laughs> as popular as they used to be. They were really big uh, back when I was in college. And the idea of an altitude mask is it looks like that Bane mask that people put on. Yeah. And the idea was that you'd wear the mask and it would limit your oxygen intake. So it would create a high altitude environment. So like a lot of athletes will work out in like Colorado because when they go down to sea level, they can crush it. So like I grew up in Fort Huachuca, which is very high altitude. I'd like go to the beach down in California and I could just run for days because it's like, man, there's so much oxygen here. And it's, Altitude masks do not do that. That's not how it works. It actually turns out how you acclimatize to altitude is mm-hmm. when you're sleeping. Right. It's not how it's it that works. long-term exposure. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I had the altitude mask on for 45 minutes. Thus, I can now absorb more oxygen. Basically, it's like someone was just holding their hand over your mouth, making it hard to breathe. Right. So, yeah, it makes it harder, but it does not do what it's advertising that it does. Right. Shit, that should have been my number one because <laughs> people use just, it for the wrong thing. You look like a doofus. I think people think that it makes them look badass and like they're like everyone's going to think I'm so hardcore with like this mask. The on. guy, and this is not a thing I see much anymore. But I I I, I used to work with this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would wear his uh, altitude mask. He'd be wearing like a tank top, bro tanker, a stringer. He had his gloves on. Oh my god! He had the shorts over the spandex. Yep. which I don't have a problem with that at all. Like it's it's whatever. Yeah. And then he'd be like, and it, I'll, I'll, don't mind him. It all color matches. And then he'd be not wearing toe shoes, thankfully. And then he'd be on the leg press texting. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, he was he would get after, but he did like these weird like. His whole thing was taking Instagram videos of him doing like clapping push ups oh. and like weird push ups and one handed push ups. It was like these are not really functional, but you're doing them a lot 
That was like his his thing. I don't. He know. watched like that diamond cut fitness, and then he's like, yeah. "Damn, that's I'm gonna try that now." It was super weird. It was kind of lame. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's my take on altitude. Mass. That's our top five. I like I like the direction we went with those. I think I'm glad we went in different directions. I'm actually glad that we both made it to toe shoes. Yeah, uh, those both in there. We know how we feel about toe that. shoes and gloves. Both of those are in there. Well, we are actually this is actually running a lot longer than I expected. Let's get and roll into the uh, the questions for listeners. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we got it. five listener questions, guys, so uh, keep sending them in. We want more. We want to, like, answer the content questions that you want to hear. So help us help you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the first one? All right, so this one is uh, to work out or not to work out with your uh, significant other. It has a preference? It's like, what What do you do? Do you is, Should you work out with your significant other or should you not? I feel like we've talked about this a couple times. I'm a without guy. Uh, when Tay and I go to the gym, we go our separate ways. And we like talk at the end. Yeah. I feel like if you don't have a similar goal, like mm-hmm. very similar, like we're both training for a fitness competition mm-hmm. or, you know, you're both like CrossFitters that it's very hard to train together. CrossFit is like the number one relationship yeah. like, <laughs> fitness thing. Mm-hmm. That's that, I like that. I wads think right. play to really, if you want to do like, I, you know, we give, you know, CrossFit a hard time fairly frequently. But if you and your significant other want to do something together and grow together, wads are where it's at. Go ahead and do CrossFit. That's a really good thing to do together. It's good team building. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can, because they always have the male and female division of each workout and you guys can do it together. It's easy to strip weight. Mm -hmm. Uh, What what are you at with it? Uh, I am able to train accessories with my girlfriend and that's it. Anything else, I feel like it's not the same we don't approach it the same way mentally, especially because I'm in a competition phase right now. Mm-hmm. I have to treat my workouts like my job or going to war. Yeah. My whole thing too is like, I'm not there to discuss or debate yeah. what we're doing either. Like, cause especially when we work out, like you'll notice, like I almost always, cause you're the professional. Um, I just default, you ask me like what I want to do. Sometimes you'll post like a this or that, but like, I don't really care. I just like want to get it done. Like right. we decide, like you, we decide what we're doing before we get there and what we do from then on out. Like, let's just go. Let's right. just do it. I, I'm not here to sit here and like debate and decide and be like, well, I prefer this and the other. And that's, I, it sucks to say it, but a lot of relationships, it's like communication's key. Mm-hmm. And that's what you should be doing in like everything, like deciding things together. When you get to the gym, I know we're not doing this here. If you don't want to do what I'm doing, go do not something trying else. To compromise. And exactly. Like I'm not compromising. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that's where the, the hangups are. Right. Yeah. All right, what's the next one? Next one is how to work out by yourself if you're a beginner. I like this question. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Um, I think it's uh, kind of a difficult one to answer. Don't I, you? I think it's an easy question to answer, actually. You just do. <laughs> um, I think when you're a beginner, you're so worried about offending other people or messing up mm-hmm. or like causing a problem and it's one of those things of like, just if you're a beginner, you're doing lightweight, you don't really need, but I think that's what a lot of people think. Like, well, I don't have a spotter. It, it, the ways you're doing, you don't need it. Like, I know that it's like the most embarrassing and like emasculating thing ever, but like, don't be afraid to dump weight or quit on a rep halfway through. Like if you're benching and you're not getting through it, just rack it. It's fine. Just move on. Or maybe take it as an opportunity to meet new people and ask someone if they can spot you. And you're like, well, it's not enough weight for them to want to spot me. I don't care if you're pushing the bar. If you need a spot and you're like, hey, man, can you like just make sure I don't drop this on my face? Right. Yeah, dude, I'm, I got you. It's fine. Yeah. 
I think you're right. The most important part is to be consistent when, especially in your first year, mm-hmm. you know, it's like if you are doing something where you're stimulating the muscles with weights on a weekly basis, you are on the right track. Mm-hmm. And it's like, after you get those newbie gains, which you're going to get from doing any type of workout, uh, then you have to kind of refine your approach and increase stimulus and increase intensity. But you're right. Um, I think that it's not, you don't have to be with a gym partner or with a coach when you first start. That and track progress. Because yeah. I, sometimes it's really hard to notice how well you're doing. Because when you're like with a buddy, like you and I'll be working out. It's like, fuck, dude, that was way better than last time. Like mm-hmm. you're like, damn, like I can tell that you're making progress. Like, damn, your arms are looking way better. Like I can tell you're mm-hmm. losing weight. So sometimes right. it's hard to see yourself. So it's nice to hear that affirmation from someone else. Absolutely. So the best way for you to do it is like take pictures, mm-hmm. uh, track how much weight you did each time. Uh, make sure you're keeping a consistent amount of how much you're being weighed. If you have the ability to get a body scan, do a body scan. Some and, type of accountability, right? Exactly. So basically you can say, wow, I really feel like I'm on a plateau and I'm doing shit. Then you can look back and say like, damn, actually I've been doing really good and I'm trending up here or I've lost a lot of weight or I've gained a lot of muscle. And, or you can look at a picture and just be like, damn, I was really fluffy in the face. Like I haven't lost anything in my midsection, but my freaking jawline looks a lot better. Right. It's just little things like that. And it's hard when you start out by yourself, especially like it's, 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 we talked about professors a long time ago mm-hmm. and some, you're not, not everyone's going to have that, but that shouldn't be a reason to not go. Right. Yeah. I, I completely agree. You definitely touched on a big one with the layer of accountability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the next one? Okay. Favorite, favorite gym playlist or like music genre. Fuck. Um, fuck. I need like, yeah, you answer first. I need okay. like pull my phone out. So I've got know. two different, uh, no, I got three different genres. All right. You got one genre. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. So I, I, when I'm lifting, it has to be like angry, fast paced hip hop or metal. It has yeah. to be that. And then when I'm doing cardio, I like more of like a trance EDM type stuff. Okay. Yeah. When I am lifting, so the playlist I have on, cause yeah. I, do, I, I actually subscribe to the like, your recommended daily on my, Playlists. They just make playlists for me. Mm-hmm. And the one that I probably listen to most, the top three bands that do is Upon a Burning Body, Fame on Fire, Texas in July. So it's like these like heavy, like heavier, like, like metal, metal stuff. Okay. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like the other one I listen to a lot is like it, the three top three are a day to remember, escape the fate and say mm-hmm. anything. So it's like, like a, a lot of like, like, uh, you know, punk pop, like post hardcore, melodic hardcore. Like that's just stuff that like gets me in the mind state to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do a lot more rap music, but like rap music's become like very odd yeah. to where like, it doesn't get me hyped. Like it's kind of like, it's good, but it's not like what gets me like wanting to like move metal. Um, and then honestly, when I'm doing cardio and stuff, like that's actually when I do listen to like hip hop a lot, or if I'm doing like really slow cardio, I usually just listen to a podcast. Right. Yeah. If it's slow enough. Yeah. Now I feel that. I like that. Uh, what's the next one? What is your gym personality? Um, who are, who are you in the gym? What? troglodyte hermit <laughs> i don't like talking anyway i i don't yeah. know like i don't I'm, it's you've seen me it's weird too like you've seen how awkward i get when people like start talking to me like i'm i will open up but it's just like it's so like against what i've ingrained in my head like someone will talk to me and like i'm like oh like okay we're doing this and then like once we start talking it's fine yeah but like man i'm really disengaged with other people like i'll talk to people i know but like meeting new people like you don't go up to randos in the gym like acquaintances and be like what up bro you you're more like dialed in well if i know you i'll say hi yeah but if i don't like i'd rather us just not 
Right. And that's not like, and it's weird too. Cause like my personality doesn't play to that. Like I want to have friends and know people and like have a community, but like for some reason, like I just there to work, I'm there to work. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, I'm in the dojo. I'm mm-hmm. there. I'm there to do complete something. Right. So I, I, my brain isn't set up to make a build a relationship, but I can, mm-hmm. it's just like, you're going to have to force it. Right. I feel that. Yeah. I would say like my gym personality I like to say I'm more focused, but you're a fucking golden retriever, I, dude. I am a golden retriever. Unfortunately, since I work at a gym, I know a lot of people there. So it's like, oh hey, there's Rob. Oh, there's Chris. Hey, there's yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like running into too many people where it's hard for me unless I'm there by myself, like with headphones locked in. If I'm like working out with a friend, I'm getting distracted. Dude, you're even worse than that. I've seen it happen because it's like, well, we like talk to so us like, hey, are you using this, bro? No, I'm done. Like, yeah, dude, you were doing a lot of weight. That was really good. And it's like, boom, strings conversation. Oh, no. like, that's and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> that's like actually a good way to be because you're like creating a really positive environment for other people. Yeah. But yeah, dude, you like you, you pop at the gym, which is like, <laughs> that's like your job, frankly. Like, yeah. that's like how you're going to get clients. That's how you're going to build like, you know, brand recognition. The second you know, you're always wearing mm-hmm. your five star shirt. So yeah. they know that like, yeah, that guy who works at five star is really cool. And then that, that's good for, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the business. That's what I do when I'm like working out with somebody for some reason, like when I'm by myself, my yeah. headphones are in and I'm just not really talking to anyone. Yeah. You're trying to get in and out. It's just like, I'm not in a social mood because I don't have to be, you know, it's right. like with them when I'm Off working out with someone, it's like not even like a client, like I'm working out with mm-hmm. a bro, you know, I'm just already more in a social mindset. Yeah. 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 I got you. Yeah, I I think one well one of these days we'll need to go through like gym personalities a little bit more. I think the <laughs> uh, the the goods and the bads. I think that'll be that'd be a funny thing to talk about. Hell yeah! Uh, what's the next one? All right, next one. Uh, have you ever taken a set of squats to failure? Or Dude. no? Why should you take a set of squats to failure? Oh, we did. Okay, I know why you asked this question. Yeah, we talked about this briefly. The answer is yes, I have. Um, and why should everyone do it? The reason that I think that it should be done is because it is like finding your upper limit. Like you can never know your ceiling and you never know what it feels like to reach your ceiling if you haven't. I don't think that you should be trying to hit failure all the time. No. But like, you know, I once did so many front squats that my buddy had to catch me, push me into the rack, and I literally was staying there and I started like literally like, pay, like I started like doing that like swirling oh. walking where like you can't get your balance. I had to like lay down on the floor and like I, I don't like have a rec- recollection of the time from rack to like when I was laying on the ground. Wow. And that was just like, or like even with like a deadlift, like there's yeah. times where I deadlifted and like I just like sat down and like I just like feel like came up like, oh shit. Like yeah. I was like, I don't know. I went to, I went to sleep for a second. Yeah. And I think that that's not like a good way to do it, especially when you're at, like a super heavy weight because that's dangerous. At lower weights, it's not as big of a deal. Um, but I think if you don't know what your upper limit is, mm-hmm. you can't appreciate. We talked about the it's like farther than you think, like blacking out. <laughs> yeah, like you shouldn't black out when you're drinking. Right, but it's not a bad idea to know what it takes for you to black out right. so that you can avoid it. Right. Yeah, I'm. I completely agree. And it's like that limit, you're not going to get to that failure point on squats as quickly as you think. You probably have like four or five more reps than you think you have before you hit that. It takes point. a good partner to get you there too. Like right. it's super hard. It takes somebody saying like, no, you're not done yet. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, what? Like, no, you're not done yet. It's like, no, give me three more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's, and you, it's very hard to find yourself. There's people who can do it, but uh, you don't see it frequently. I think the last time I did it, I was doing squats and I didn't dump it. I like collapsed forward and the bar hit the poles and I just mm-hmm. like went under it. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you racked it up there. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the safety pins, guys. Keep your safety pins oh, on there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like when people do heavy weights on bench or squatting without the clamps on. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure some people can make an argument for like being able to dump it or something. I don't know. I just, I don't agree with it. Yeah. I think safety first on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are just like, no, that's pussy shit. I'm like, I don't agree. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, like it's better to just have it be one solid unit instead of like you losing it and dumping all onto one side. Like you could really potentially hurt your back or something like that. Yeah. You, you want to be able to just dump it back or dump it forward or, uh, like with bench, like a lot of people don't realize, especially like when you're not doing like five plates, <laughs> you can just set it on your chest and then roll it forward to your hips and then sit up. Like a lot of people get stuck under it and they panic and it rolls yeah. to their neck. Yeah, no, roll it down. Yeah, just roll it down. Roll it down sit your up. hips and then sit up and then ask somebody if they can help you lift it off. Right. Or even like if you're by yourself, you can like at that point just like move it to your knees, shimmy up and then like just let it fall. Right. That's, it's... I don't know. I everyone think, should also get to that point in the gym at least once. I like, think, yeah. I think everyone's almost died under the bench press bar at least one time. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's actually super scary. Um, <laughs> the, it's, I don't know. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good way to develop yourself as like a person in general. Right. Uh, what's the next one? Uh, last question is first non-essential place you're going to go. I'm going to go get a haircut. A motherfucking haircut. I, dude, I'm so done. Like I had Tay like cut like the short hairs on my neck and like yeah. my, my hairline's all fucking uneven right now <laughs> like she did oh, her best right. but it's a little uneven and i'm like i guess whatever but i you know me i'm always have like a fade so I'm, yeah i'm just over it i'm over having yeah, long okay. hair i also want to go on a trip man we were talking about going and doing all these things like, like, vegas. Go to, like <laughs> vegas go to an expo where i kind yeah. of like like tentatively planning all this stuff and then suddenly it's like whew, gone yeah That'd be cool to go like the uh, Olympia Expo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I just want to do something. I just want to get out of the. I just want to get out of town. I just want to do something. Right. Some bruchachos with the brochachos. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to go to a movie. I miss movies and popcorn. Yeah. I, okay. Everyone, I don't know if they know this already, but popcorn is probably my greatest vice. Dude, that's not even bad for you. But the amount that I like to consume is bad. Dude, it's so low calorie. You have to eat a lot of popcorn. Bro, a really large fast. popcorn is like 1,200 calories without butter. Is it? Without butter. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn like a bag of popcorn, like not a large, but like I could have sworn it was like pretty fucking good because it's just like a pop. Right, but the movie theater popcorn has like that butter and oil and yeah, that's true. all that stuff. Uh, yeah, if you like air pops and popcorn, yeah. it's super low cow. But if you're like, oh, here's the butter and oil yeah, and the go. salt, then okay. it's like a 1,200 calories. Yeah, I don't go to movie theaters that much, so it's like I... I yeah. also thought like, yeah, like, damn, like, popcorn's actually not that bad. Yeah. Okay, so movie for you. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm so over this. I just want to get out of the house. Yes. Soon enough, guys. Soon enough. Soon enough. Well, uh, this one actually ran a lot longer than expected. We were kind of having this be, like, the variety hour. We didn't have anything specific we wanted to talk about. We had a few things we covered. But, uh, you know, we will be on here again next week as always. Um, you know, we we appreciate those of you that are actually, like, hanging in there and listening. Uh, I'm not afraid to say that, like, viewership has been down a little bit. I've been listening to less podcasts, even myself. So those of you that are here, we appreciate you. We're not going to stop anytime soon. We're going to keep putting it out, and we're going to weather this. And uh, you can find us on Instagram at BNS underscore radio. Uh, you know where to find us as far as podcasts go. You can find us on all platforms. Please, you know, if you can help, recommend this to people if you think they find it beneficial or entertaining. Um, we'd love to have that happen. And if you have any things that you think that you'd prefer us talking about, please let us know. Uh, as far as us go, you can find me on Instagram at Dimitri Sebastian. And I'm Wes Kendall. You can find me at W-K-E-N-D-L-E underscore M-F-T on Insta, Wesley Kendall on Facebook. Uh, please submit your listener questions. We enjoy that part of the show and really want to give back to you guys in that way. So, 
Yeah, we appreciate it. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye.